Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. for your presence spirit of god teach us we love you have your way use us avail myself only as a vessel let the spirit teach his children we thank you lord in jesus name amen clap your hands properly for jesus and you may be seated Hallelujah. Wonderful. Well, um, we just ended a series of messages on labor to be blessed. And um, I was really blessed sharing from this message. And I hope you were too. Now, today, I want to share a message with you. Um, we may share this message as the Spirit leads right into the next year. We may share it. And I am believing God that is going to prepare you for a powerful life transformation Amen. for the coming year. Amen. That you are not going to live your life the same way. Amen. I'm believing God that this message is going to transform you. That is going to change you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. yes. That the word of God can change you. Can transform you. Amen. Amen. So. It's may, we may end today. And, or we may continue sharing it. Um, but we look to the spirit. To teach us. Now one of the things that I have observed amongst Christians, amongst us, and amongst you, is that you do not understand that God never intended that your relationship with him should be different from the life that you live on a day-to-day basis. You see, God never intended that you will have a Christian life, a Sunday life, and a different life from Monday to Friday or to Saturday. God never intended that you have two kinds of lives. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But that is the kind of life that most Christians live. Most Christians live as if we have a Christian life and we have another worldly life not related. We can bring them together. That when it comes to church, we are this. But then we have our separate other life that we live outside of church. And it shouldn't be like that. God never intended that that's how our lives should be. Rather, the life you live every moment 
must reflect the experience or the relationship that you have with God. Every moment that the life that you live in the flesh, you live by the faith of the Son of God. The life that you live in the flesh. I'm not sure if there are times in your life where you are not living in the flesh. That there are times that you are living in the spirit and there are times that you are living in the flesh. But the life that you live in the flesh, you live by the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. And that should be your life every day. That should be your life every day. That every day I am living my life by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That your conversation is in that form. That your attitude, everything that you are doing. That we don't have two different kinds of lives. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to begin sharing with you about the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Five people were excited, but that is okay. Whether you are excited or not, I am going to share about the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. Now, throughout the Bible, you will see or you will find that there are two categories of people throughout the Bible. Always. You will find two categories of people. One group of people that are called the wise. The wise. How many of you have seen that word in the Bible? The wise. Another word for that sometimes you find in the Bible is the prudent. You find the prudent. Sometimes the clever. The clever. Do you understand? This is one category of people that the Bible calls the wise or the prudent. And there is another group that is called, I'm not going to say, tell me. I didn't say it. Okay? So I don't want you to leave here and say, Reverend, say half of us are fools. You are the one. I am saying the Bible calls one group the wise and the other group I didn't hear you. The other group. Okay. You are saying it. Oh, unwise. That is a nice way of saying it. That you are unwise. Unwise. Is it a nice way to say it? Unwise. The Bible also calls this group the simple. The simple. That you are simple. Your thinking is simple. Not complex. You don't, have, you don't think in a very complex way. Wow. You are described as the simple. Hallelujah. So the fool is the person that lacks wisdom. The fool is someone who does not have wisdom. The fool is the opposite of the wise. So the fool does everything opposite of what the wise does. That is according to the Bible. Amen. The fool, the person that is described as the simple or the fool, does everything opposite of what the wise person does. Hallelujah. And the Bible always talks about these two groups. For instance, 
An example is in Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 3. It says, A prudent man, that is the wise man, seeth the evil and hideth himself. You see, then he would describe the opposite of what the wise will do. And then he says, but the simple, which is the fool, pass on. You don't like the scripture. Why? He says, but the simple pass on and are punished. Do you understand? I want you to pay attention to the word of God this afternoon. It says, the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. So we can continue the sentence and say, but the simple foreseeth the evil and pass on. Do you understand? So it means that the two groups have the information. The two groups receive the knowledge. They receive the information that there is evil ahead. And the simple does one thing opposite of what the fool will do. The fool will hide himself, but the simple will face it squarely, full on. Do you understand? And then you get punished. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So you will find in the scriptures a lot of these opposites. The wise and the fool. The prudent and the simple. The wise and the unwise. The clever and the fool. You'll find so many instances of this. Hallelujah. Now no one can tell you that you are a fool. No one can tell you that you are a fool. Because you'll be offended. But when you find yourself, when you find yourself doing everything opposite or anything opposite of what the wise will do, then you can give yourself the appropriate label. Yourself. You can label yourself appropriately without someone having to tell you that you are not wise. Somebody was saying there is bright and not so bright. (laughs) Amen. Concerning two people. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. So in sharing this message, I pray that you will hunger after wisdom. That you will pray every day for wisdom. That you will ask God every day to give you wisdom. Hallelujah. The lack of wisdom will cause you to struggle in this life. I say the lack of wisdom will cause you to have a lot of difficulties in this life. The lack of wisdom will cause you not to have progress in this life. You will find out that wisdom affects every area of your life. Wisdom affects everything that you do. And the lack of it also affects everything that you do. Hallelujah. In Proverbs 4 and verse 7, it says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. That means wisdom is the main thing. It's the number one thing. Therefore, get wisdom. 
Get wisdom. Get wisdom. He said, wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. I said, wisdom, it affects every area of your life. It affects everything that you do. And he says, and with all thy getting, get understanding. He says, exalt her. Exalt wisdom. Lift wisdom up in your life. And she shall promote thee. He says, she. Thank you for acknowledging that. She's doing the quiet time. She's really studying the scripture. It's a she. It says, exalt her. Exalt wisdom. And she will promote you. Not your education. Not your background. But wisdom is what will promote you. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? So it says, it's the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Get it. He said, she shall bring thee to honor. Wisdom shall bring you to honor. Wisdom will bring you to a place of honor. Wisdom will cause you to be honored. Wisdom will usher you into a level where you'll be honored. Wisdom will usher you to a place where when you walk, people bow to you. You'll be honored. Hallelujah. He says, when thou dost embrace her, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall deliver to thee. That is wisdom. That is what wisdom will do to you. May you receive a crown of glory through the acquisition of wisdom. Amen. You see, you cannot choose to be wise in one area and not wise in other areas. It will cost you so much. You cannot choose that I am wise in this area, but this area I'm not that wise. The life that you live in the flesh every day, you ought to live by wisdom. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? You cannot choose that I am wise in school but i'm not so wise when it comes to marriage do you understand you cannot choose to be wise in one area and not wise in other areas you see wisdom is one thing that can bring us all to a certain place it can equalize us do you understand when you see great people when you see great people that are so high or so far off and ahead, what can bring you to them, what can bring you to their level is wisdom. It is the principal thing. Acquiring wisdom can propel you and equalize you to people with higher levels. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It is the one thing that is able to bring anyone from the backstages of life. Wisdom. It can bring you from the backstages of life to the very forefront. Wisdom. It can change your life. It can transform your life. Hallelujah. When you have wisdom, your life can change within moments. Wisdom. It is the principal thing. 
can move you when you feel you are so far behind with people wisdom can move you and bypass all the other people and bring you in the front now that is independent of your background that is independent of your skin color that is independent of how you speak your your accent that is independent of your education independent of your family name or your last name it does not depend on any of this it does not depend on how low you have gone in life but wisdom can bring you up and sit you in the front hallelujah the bible says there is a man in the scriptures that shows us or gives us this clear example of how wisdom will not depend on your background but can move you forward do you believe that wisdom can move you forward that it can propel you forward it can shoot you forward irrespective of your background and i want us to look at an example of the life of daniel the life of daniel daniel was a young man a young hebrew boy who was brought to Babylon as a refugee. Do you understand? He was brought to Babylon as an immigrant. And he was a Hebrew slave in Babylon. Now, Babylon in those days was comparable to United States, for instance, now. Babylon was the nation of the time. Do you understand? And Daniel happened to be an immigrant in that nation. He happened to be a slave in that nation. Now his job was, according to how they brand him as an eunuch, if that, that is what he was, then his job was to bathe women. Like bathe the queen. Do you understand? Now some people say Daniel perhaps was not an eunuch. Um, or he was not castrated. But then when we look at the scripture when Isaiah prophesied that the children will be enslaved in Babylon in another nation and they will be made eunuchs. Because eunuch also, as in the scriptures, also means saris or an official, a government official or an administrator. Do you understand? And so, Daniel could be an administrator, but there were other eunuchs also being eunuchs and become administrators. Do you understand? And so the prophecy of Isaiah wasn't, if you were looking at the prophecy as God's anger towards what the king had done, wasn't to make the children administrators in another nation. They were to become eunuchs. And so Daniel was an eunuch. And his job was to bathe women and so he had to be castrated. Do you understand? If you are a nice, handsome young man and your job is to bathe women, they have to castrate you so that you will not have any ideas. Do you understand? As you are doing your job. You see, if I had the power, there's some of you that I would castrate. Put some order in your behavior. 
know yourself. Own up. Amen. So Daniel was, this was the background that Daniel was coming. A, a young man, but he was a slave. He was an immigrant. Do you understand? And so looking at Daniel's life, there was no hope in life. There was no hope that Daniel could become someone great. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Looking at his background, there was no way you would expect that Daniel would become someone great, an important person in life. There was no such hope. As a slave. And he's not even a slave in his own country. He's a slave in another nation. And so he had no, there was no hope in him. But the Bible says he had a spirit of excellency. There was a spirit in him. Hallelujah. All the spirit of wisdom was in him. Amen. And this man was able to move from the backstage of life. As a result of this spirit that was in him, a poor slave boy moved from the backstage of life to become a prime minister of Babylon, the ancient USA, to become a prime minister. You know, and not only that Daniel became a prime minister in one regime, he became a prime minister in two other more regimes, which usually doesn't happen. If you are a prime minister in a particular government, and the government is not in power anymore, you are unlikely to become a prime minister in the next government. Do you understand? But Daniel became a prime minister in three regimes. And it's because of this spirit of wisdom. This spirit of wisdom. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? What made it possible for Daniel was this one thing that I want us to talk about. The spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. Daniel was a prime minister when King Nebuchadnezzar was in power and then a prime minister when King Belshazzar was in power and a prime minister when King Darius was in power. Three different regimes. Turn with me to Daniel chapter 5. I want us to look at how he was recommended even to another regime. How a recommendation was made for him. Daniel chapter 5 and verse 1. For the sake of time, let us read from the New Living Translation. Daniel chapter 5 and verse 1. It says, Many years later, King Belshazzar gave a great feast for 1,000 of his nobles, and he drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking, or was drinking the wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and silver cups that his predecessor Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple in Jerusalem. He wanted to drink from them with his nobles, his wives, and his concubines. These were holy things that he was fooling around with. So they brought these gold cups taken from the temple, the house of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles, his wives and his concubines, drank from them. They drank from them. The next verse, it says, 
While they drank from them, they praised their idols made of gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood, and stone. So they were drunk and they were just fooling around. Suddenly, they saw the fingers of a human hand writing on the plaster wall of the king's palace near the lampstand. The king himself saw the hand as it wrote. And his face turned pale with fright. His knees knuckled together in fear and his legs gave way beneath him. That was fear gripped him. The king shouted for the enchanters, astrologers, and fortune tellers to be brought before him. He said to these wise men of Babylon, whoever can read this writing and tell me what it means will be dressed in purple robes of royal honor and will have a gold chain placed around his neck. He will become the third highest ruler in the kingdom. But when all the king's wise men I want you to take note. When all the king's wise men, when all the king's wise men had come in, none of them could read the writing or tell him what it meant. So the king grew even more alarmed because he has gone through all his wise men. He grew more alarmed and his face turned pale. His nobles Two were shaking because the wise men could not interpret this, what was happening. But when the queen mother, hallelujah, Amen. when the queen mother heard what was happening, she hurried to the banquet. She said to Belshazzar, Long live the king. Don't be so pale and frightened. There is a man in your kingdom. Pashadikara. Marusa. He said, There is a man in your kingdom who has within him the spirit of the Holy Ghost. You know, when this spirit is in you, when the spirit of wisdom is in you, your behavior will make you look like a God. Your actions will make you look like a God. People will listen to you and they think you are not of this world. They will think you are not human. So the queen mother said, there is a man in your kingdom who has within him the spirit of the holy gods. During Nebuchadnezzar's reign, are you listening? Are you following the story? You see, this is a recommendation. This is becoming a recommendation for someone who has finished one regime and is not in the government anymore. Someone who was a slave boy. This is going to propel him, bring him from the back stages of life to the forefront. The spirit of wisdom. He says, during Nebuchadnezzar's reign, this man was found to have insight, understanding, and wisdom like that of the gods. May you have insight. May you have understanding. May you have wisdom like that of the gods. Wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. 
says, your predecessor, the king, your predecessor, King Nebuchadnezzar, made him, this guy, he's a Hebrew boy, a slave boy. He's an eunuch. He's a nobody. But your predecessor, Nebuchadnezzar, the great king, he made him chief over all the magicians. Chief over all the enchanters. Chief over all the astrologers. He made him chief over all the fortune tellers of Babylon. The whole of Babylon. He was chief. Nebuchadnezzar made him a chief. A Hebrew boy. A slave boy. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? This man, Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar, has exceptional ability and is filled with divine knowledge and understanding. He can interpret dreams, explain riddles, and solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel and he will tell you what the writing means. Amen. Amen. It says, call for Daniel. It is the spirit that will, when you are not expecting, they will come, they will send for you and say, come and sit with us. Come and be with us. You don't qualify, but come. By our criteria, we will not select you, but this thing that is in you, it has brought you to be with us. It has brought you to be our equal. So Daniel was brought in before the king. The king asked him, Are you Daniel? Are you Daniel? One of the exiles. One of the exiled boys. One of the boys. One of the exiles. One of the people that we brought. One of the exiles. Are you Daniel? One of the exiles brought from Judah by my predecessor, King Nebuchadnezzar? See, identify yourself properly. The Bible wants to identify you properly. So you know that it is not your background that is bringing you where you are. So it is identifying you who you really are. That you are Daniel, one of the exiles brought from Judah. Verse 14. So Daniel was brought in before the king. The king asked him, are you Daniel, one of the exiles brought in from Judah? I have heard that you have the spirit of the gods within you and that you are filled with insight, understanding and wisdom. Come on. They will hear. They will hear. I said, you are preparing yourself that people will hear. They will hear that you are filled with wisdom. You are filled with understanding and you are filled with insight that you are not a simple person. They will hear. They will hear. My wise men and enchanters have tried to read the words on the wall and tell me their meaning, but they cannot do it. I am told that you can give interpretations and solve difficult problems. If you can read these words and tell me their meaning, 
you will be clothed in purple robes of royal honor. I said the spirit of wisdom, it will cause you to be clothed in royal clothes, royal purple with honor. It is that which he says it is the principal thing to bring you to a place of honor. Hallelujah. Wisdom. You are going to seek for wisdom like you have never sought for it before. Every day that you rise up. That God gives you the spirit of wisdom. Is the principal thing. He says, if you can read these words and tell me their meaning, you will be clothed in purple robes of royal honor. And you will have a gold chain placed around your neck. Tell your neighbor, not this thing that is around your neck, whether it's gold or not, we don't know. Say, there will be a proper gold chain around your neck. You will have a gold chain placed around your neck. You will become the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Wow. wow. It says you will become the third highest ruler in the kingdom. And Daniel gave read and gave interpretation of the dream of the writing and explained to the king. Wow. And so verse 29, go to verse 29. Then so Daniel gave the interpretation. Then at Belshazzar's command Daniel was dressed in purple robes. A gold chain was hung around his neck. And he was proclaimed the third highest ruler in the kingdom. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wisdom. Wisdom. It will propel you. It will move you. It will translate you from a place of darkness into the marvelous light of God. Wisdom. Wisdom. It will move you from the backstages of life to the forefront. I see God moving you from the backstages of life. I see God translating you from the backstages of life. Regardless of your background, regardless of your name, regardless of your education, it's not by your education. It is not by your university degree. It is not by how much you have learned, but it is the spirit of wisdom that is in you. That is what they will look for. That we hear there is a spirit in you. Not that we hear that there is five degrees after your name. But that there is a spirit in you. May you receive that spirit. Let the spirit of God come upon you. As you hunger and test and seek. May the Lord give you the spirit of wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Receive that spirit of wisdom. Yes. Your life will never be the same again. That spirit of wisdom. It is that which will cause you to sit and dine with kings and with princesses. You will dine with executives. You will sit and then you look around yourself. And you say, I don't.
don't belong here. I don't even know how I came to be here. I don't know how I was chosen to be among this group. But that spirit of wisdom will propel you. Amen. That spirit of wisdom will lift you up. That spirit of wisdom will exalt you. He says, exalt her and she shall promote thee. And give you honor. 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 You will be honored. I said you will be honored. Hallelujah. Another person I want us to look at is Joseph. Joseph was almost the youngest of his brothers. He was the 11th of 12 sons. Almost the last born. If his father wasn't depressed after his lost, he probably would have been the last born. Now, you, you know when you are the last, or when you are the 11th of 12 children, when you are the, 11, the last born, you never see new clothes. Do you understand? You will never see new clothes. Your clothes will be clothes that have been washed. Lost, the, the, the tag is gone. You can't read the tag, whether it's dry cleaning or... Turn me, what do you call it? Turn me down. Hand me down. Hand me down. So every time clothes are handed down to you, you never wear any new clothes. Even toys. You cannot find a new toy to play with. Some, most of your toys, they will not be working at the time you are ready to play with toys. When you are the last, you are not... You see, the first one gets everything brand new. And then they hand over to the second one. And the second one hand over. So the 11th one, your crib is almost broken. The crib that you are sleeping in, they, they shake it a little bit, it will fall. You see, no brand new crib for you. We are used to babies crying and jumping out of crib and it's not now we are going to buy some complex <laughs> crib for you the mattress they have urinated in the mattress ah! now that's your with the pillow a lot of people saliva in the pillow that is for you baby pillow so when you are that stage in the family a large family like that and you are a boy you know, they can put girls' pants, panties, underwear. Girls' underwear. You say, nobody will see it. Just wear it. Just wear it. <laughs> girls' underwear. <laughs> and they put them on you. Oh, true or not true? They say, wear it like that. Why? What do you know? Just wear them. Wear, wear your clothes. And they will, wear, they will put girls' pants, jeans on you. He said, the zipper is on the other side. He said, put your shirt on it. Nobody will see it. They don't have time for you like that. Sometimes the, the girls' blouses, they say they are t-shirts, just wear them. Pink, blue, purple, green, just wear them. You are just playing in your house. Where are you going? Do you understand? Girls' winter jackets, those are the ones you wear. You wear winter jackets to school. Your classmates will be laughing at you. 
So this is the background that Joseph was coming in. This is this is the Joseph's background. In that position, not considered. Even you try to do something small, your brothers are angry at you. That we have seen you wearing our old clothes and wearing girls' underwear and all of this is now you say what you're having dreams and you are going shut up, they'll beat you up. Do you understand? Your brothers, even you are trying to go to some big school, you have some dream for some big school. He said, Hey, we all went to Lehman. Where are you going? What is Columbia University? Go to Lehman. Go to Lehman. Go to BCC. Or go to um, BMCC. Do you understand? Yeah. So, you see, this is the background that Joseph was coming from. That his dreams are hampered. And looking around himself, there is no future. There is no, he doesn't see himself becoming anything great. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? And then his brothers got angry for this too much talking. And they sold him. They were planning to kill him. But they changed their mind and they sold him into slavery. So Joseph went into slavery. Feather low. I mean, your father's house, at least. If your brothers are not there, some coat of many colors, you can be walking around secretly to feel good. But now he's a slave in another country. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And then, not being a slave only, but he went even further low to become a prisoner, to go down further. To become a prisoner. And this is Joseph's life now. This is Joseph. Hallelujah. And through the wisdom, through the spirit of wisdom, Joseph saved Egypt from a severe famine that was going to wipe away the whole nation. Through the spirit of wisdom, Joseph saved Egypt. And that spirit of wisdom, that spirit that I'm talking about, propelled him from prison to bring him further up. Genesis chapter 41. Genesis chapter 41. Are you being blessed by the message? Genesis chapter 41. It says, two full years later, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing on the bank of the Nile River. In his dream, he saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. You know, let's move all the way down to verse... We don't have time to... You know the story. Okay. So let's read from verse 37. Verse 37. So, Pharaoh had a dream, and they called Joseph to interpret the dreams. He says, Joseph's suggestions were received by Pharaoh and his officials. So, Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man? Do you see? 
Can we find anyone else like this man? So obviously filled with the Spirit of God. So obviously. Can we find anyone else? Because this is a slave boy. She's a slave girl. She's a prisoner. But can we find someone, our citizen, proper person, someone qualified, someone that we can promote and it looks appropriate, someone that there will be no debate about this new position? Can we find someone with this similar spirit in him? No. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly, no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court. He says, no one else is as intelligent and as wise as you are. Therefore, for that reason, for that wisdom, for that wisdom that is in you, he says, you will be in charge of my court. And all my people will take orders from you. All my people. I say, it is that spirit that is in you that will move you from the backstage of life. And it will bypass everyone in the line and bring you forward. I see that spirit moving you from where you are and bringing you forward. Moving you from where you are and propelling you forward in the name of Jesus. It says, you will be in charge of my court and all my people will take orders from you. Only I, sitting on my throne, will have a rank higher than yours. Only I. You will be the number two in command. You will be the next to the back. You will be the next to the prime. You will be a prime minister. He says, if there's anyone in this nation that is great, it's just me. No one else. No one else. All the people that you came to meet, no one else. A hunger for wisdom. Desire for wisdom. The Bible says it is the principal thing. Therefore, get it. Get it. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby, you see, you know, they will, they will give you the promotion as if you are in court. Establishing. It's like a document that they are reading to you. He says, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Sheila, desire wisdom. Hunger for wisdom. Amen. Zidian, let your hunger, your test, your desire, your prayer, every day, every day, that God gives me the spirit of wisdom. That God gives me the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. The king's ring, it befits you. You see, you look at your finger, even the, the skin folds and the way the hard work on your finger and the dirty finger lays. Sometimes it does not qualify. Your fingers are cracked as a slave. But they will put the king's finger 
hardness, the, the signet ring from the king's hand, it will be placed on your finger because of the spirit of wisdom. Receive the spirit of wisdom. Receive the spirit of wisdom. Receive the spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. It will propel you. He says, He dressed him in fine linen, fine linen clothing, and hung a gold chain around his neck. The slave clothes, you take them off. They will call you and they say, Prison robes, the, 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 the orange prison robes, take them off. Take them off. Take them off now. I say in a moment, your life will be changed. In a moment. In a moment. In a moment. Not because of many years of education. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Pray for wisdom. The Bible says it is the principal thing. The principal thing. The principal thing. Then he... Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. The chariot that is reserved for the second in command. I see somebody losing his position and they're placing you in that position. They're placing you in that position. I said they're placing you in that position. Somebody is using his position and they're placing you. They're placing you in that position. They are placing you. They say, we, we see the spirit of wisdom in you. Therefore, let this person step down and now you take his position. I see somebody resigning and placing you in that position. In the name of Jesus, we see your promotion. It's a, it is a principal thing. It will promote you. It will lift you up. It will exalt you. It will take you higher. The principal thing is wisdom. Wisdom is taking you higher. 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 Wisdom is the principal thing. Seek it. Hunger for it. Go on your knees for it. Stop, stop, stop fighting for things. Pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Seek after wisdom. Wisdom. That God gives you the spirit of wisdom. You see, it is the principal thing. Get it, get it. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted. As Joseph is coming, everyone kneel down, kneel down. Joseph is coming, kneel down. The whole people, the whole group of people, Joseph is coming, kneel down. The slave boy, I said, you will come and people will start bowing at you for the spirit of wisdom. They will bow to you. You'll be walking in the eyes of the company and then you see people going like this. They will greet you. They will go like this. As you are walking, as you are coming, the people will bow their heads and they will greet you. As you walk in the office, everyone stands up. They say, you have come in. They say, kneel down. There was a command in the nation that when Joseph is passing, kneel down command that the people will kneel down. Verse 43, 43, he says, Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for 
his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, wherever, 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 Joseph says, I'm going to Costco. I'm just going to Costco. I'm going to Costco. And he enters Costco and there's a command. Nina! Hey, Joseph has entered. Kneel down. Kneel down. Kneel down. Wherever. So you say, oh, you, be, you see, you feel embarrassed yourself. You say, oh, just small, I'm just going to grab milk. Small. And then everyone is kneeling down. Then you are looking, you are ready to pay. Why is the cashier? Cashier is kneeling down. Cashier, you can't find the cashier. He said, please come, 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 get up. He said, no, 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 no. no. Cashier is kneeling down, coming to ring the register for you. Because there's a command. Kneel down. So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all Egypt. All Egypt. You know, it is not because you are beautiful that is why you are going to get married. It's not because you are handsome that is why you are going to get a nice wife to marry. Pray for wisdom. I said pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. Have you not gone to a wedding and then you see their bride? And then you see even the, the bridesmaids. And then you are finding difficulty except for the girl. And you are wondering who is the bride? But you see, it's not because of your beauty. It's not because of your body shape. But the spirit of wisdom will make you the choicest bride that a man will choose. You will not understand. So what is wrong with this man? Didn't she didn't he see all all these women? He saw them. But because of the spirit of wisdom in you, you will be chosen. You will be chosen. You will be chosen in the name of Jesus. The next verse, quickly, let's end. Let's end. He says, And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand. Or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. You see, at the round table, they have all gathered. Round table, round table, they have gathered. Men with gray hair, old men with gray hair, their glasses is here, and they are all gathered, sitting down in their shoes and their bow ties, big men and women gathered at a round table, and they are all waiting quietly. They have not begun the meeting because you have not arrived. Because you have not arrived, nothing will be done without your presence. And Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. Without your approval. The next verse. Then Pharaoh gave Joseph a new Egyptian name. A new name. Your title is going to change. I said, they are going to change your title. From a sweeper, now they call you a director. CEO. Managing director. Boss, new name. 
New name. New name. He also gave him a wife. A wife. I said, you don't get a good wife because you are smart, because you are going to school, because you are handsome. You get a good wife because of the spirit of wisdom that is in you. So he said, he, gave, he also gave him a wife whose name was Asenath. She was the daughter of the Potipharah, the priest of On. So Joseph took charge of the entire land of Egypt. You are taking charge. I say you are taking charge. I see you taking charge. I see you taking charge. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive your promotion. Receive your promotion. Hallelujah. Amen. Last verse. Last verse. Look at this. Look. He was 30 years old. He was 30 years old. It's not by age. It's not because you have been in the company for a long time. It's not because you are a veteran worker. It's not by age. It's not by age. He was 30 years old when he began serving in the court of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And when Joseph left Pharaoh's presence, he inspected the entire land of Egypt. Put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I have too much to share with you. Um, we want to pause here and we will continue next time that we meet. Put your hands together for the Lord. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Wisdom, the principal thing. It is the principal thing. It is the principal thing. The principal thing. The principal thing. Wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom is the principal thing. Oh, is the principal thing. It will promote thee. Yes. With all thy getting. With all thy getting. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Spirit. Get wisdom. So wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. It is the main thing. Oh, get wisdom. Seek wisdom. Seek wisdom. Ask God to give you. Ask God. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Yes. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. It is going to change you. You are coming here. You are entering a year. A year of promotion. A year of elevation. And it's not because of education. It's not because of long-term service. But because of the spirit of wisdom that is in you. That spirit that has sealed you. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. Yes. Say, exalt her. Exalt her. And she will promote you. If you value wisdom. If you exalt wisdom. If you regulate it and respect it. If you identify it and place it in its own perspective. The right perspective. Value her. Value her. Yes. If you will value her. She will promote you. She will promote you. She will give thine head an ornament. An ornament of grace. 
and you will crown you with the glory the glory of God wisdom will deliver you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus oh what a good God what a good God in us a hunger and a thirst a desire for wisdom for indeed it is the principal thing Lord cause us to hunger after wisdom cause us to thirst after wisdom cause us to seek after wisdom you say it is the principal thing therefore we will get wisdom Father we ask oh God let there be that desire in us Father, every day of our lives, let it be a hunger and a thirst to seek after wisdom. We thank you, Lord. We give you honor. We give you glory in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you are not born again. You've not given your life to Christ. You are here. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to welcome Jesus Christ into my life. You are here and you are saying, Pastor, I want to be born again. Help me to come to Jesus. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to welcome Jesus Christ into your life. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are with all eyes closed and every head bowed. I will pray with you. You are here. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. Pray with me. You hear a voice telling you. He said, this is your day. This is your day. Your day of salvation is today. If that is you, do not leave this place without receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. The Lord has identified you and he's talking to you right now. Right now. Right now. You can hear a voice. It is that wise voice. 
and there's another voice that is saying do the opposite you can do this another time this is not the place beloved this is your chance this is the place this is your moment this is your time you are here you are not born again do not leave this place without receiving jesus christ what is guaranteed you it is right now this is the moment that is guaranteed you the next hour you are not guaranteed the next moment is not guaranteed tomorrow is not guaranteed to you your guarantee is this moment is there anyone here you want to receive jesus christ as your savior lift up your hand and i'll pray with you just your right hand wherever you are and i'll pray with you anyone here like that is there anyone here like that father we are thankful and grateful in the name of jesus lord we thank you for your love for your kindness we thank you lord for the crucifixion we thank you for the gift of salvation we give you glory and honor in jesus name amen why don't you give the lord a mighty clap offering a mighty clap offering We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.